and welcome to Things You Might Have Heard, where we'll bring you yesterday's latest in information, politics, current events, and pop culture as vetted by you. Seems like I said that already. I'm Jay Cleveland Payne, here to bring you up great news from the past 30 hours that you had a chance to tell me what's so great about it. And we'll explain all that stuff in about 12 minutes. We're going to get you the news and explain how you contribute to the news here on what's going on. So we like to give you things that national anchors may have missed in the big stories. Today is going to be sort of the entertainment tonight version because there's a whole lot of entertainment stuff going on. Because there's a lot of bad stuff that happened yesterday. And we went with the things that you like that was more entertaining or dealing with entertainment, if you will. And as the teaser graphic shows, we're going to talk about Kevin Costner and Yellowstone. And that news may not make you happy if you're a fan of the show. I'm going to give you those stories plus more and a few new things you popped up into the mix. So we'll see how they, they play, how they test today. And we'll see if they stick around. It's just that simple. For more information about what goes on behind the scenes at the Conversation Project, just simply stop by our website when you get a moment. And that is at thisisaconversationproject.com. And yes, we'll do more bragging about that in a moment as well. But for right now, eight headlines on the way that were vetted by you out there in the internet world and curated by me, Jay Cleveland Payne. Story number one, this is an interesting one. And this one kind of goes along with what's uh, the, the nature of the beast that is entertainment right now. The headline reads, five of the last six Grammys for best comedy album went to so-called canceled comics. Uh, we got this from crack.com. And basically what happened on Sunday was the Grammy for comedy album, which actually still exists, if you will, went to Dave Chappelle, <laughs> who's been canceled a few times in the past couple of years. And if you go back a few bit, you go the last couple, last five, the last six uh, albums for comedy albums went to folks like Dave Chappelle and uh, folks like uh, Louis C.K., folks that have been canceled. So what does this actually say about, about the folks that we are uh, wiping away from our lives because they're not quite as funny anymore or, or we find out we're not, they're not quite as good people anymore? We're still buying their stuff. Someone's still buying their stuff. Someone's still nominating them as part of the academy, if you will. And someone's still counting them as good parts of culture. So Dave Chappelle, still a funny guy, even if he does seem a lot like a jerk in some of the action he does off stage. Oh, by the way, Story number two, Dave Chappelle forced to pause show after huge bar brawl breaks out among audience. This happened over in Perth, Australia, uh, and he was put on a plane to get out of town pretty quickly after a fight started in the middle of the show. This happened um, February 3rd, we're told. Um, the whole shebang happening down, down under, as you may say. But halfway through the show, a fight broke out in the back of the arena. Dave Chappelle cracked a joke about the people involved. And then the fight was broken up uh, after about 10 minutes. Um, but uh, essentially, they had to get him out of town. He was performing two performances in Olympia Park that weekend. And two more shows were scheduled in Melbourne that weekend. So he kept working, had to get things going. Uh, but it was quite a bit of thing where he had to kind of pause for a bit and uh, let the people, you know, fight it out. Not sure if his humor is universally take, uh, taken there in Australia. Maybe they wanted to cancel him right there and something happened. But two Dave Chappelle stories right off the bat. Why do we put Dave Chappelle in the thing? Because we want to keep you around. It's a teaser. We think if you stick around for the Yellowstone story, you'll stick around. But we're not there yet. Disney Plus reboots the Proud Family based, bashed. Disney Plus reboot of the Proud Family. Pause bashed for saying descendants of slaves have, quote, earned reparations and have, in quote, atoned for racism. Uh, so 
the Proud family back as Louder and Prouder is coming back uh, soon to Disney+. Plus. It may actually be there, and I've just not, not looked for it because uh, it's supposedly a kid show. Uh, what they're taking the Proud family to do is stepping up the game because that's what they do with uh, older cartoons is they actually make them for adults. That's what all the He-Man stuff was about. The He-Man was not about bringing kids back to the franchise, although they made one for that. It was about bringing adults back to the franchise with putting more adult themes into the storyline and pissing them off because, you know, adults want kid themes. It's weird like that. The Proud family, Proud, Louder and Prouder, brought back Penny Proud and her classmates as they did a protest over a Confederate statue. Not exactly your normal Disney fair, but it's something that um, the people, maybe you want to call them woke, maybe you want to call them just, you know, just paying attention, uh, causing issues with what's going on. The Proud family is also showing a, a lot of love. People show a lot of love to the Proud family because they are doing things that are more realer and realer, including a more realistic version of showing what a person with autism looks like, acts like, does like. And we'll get to more autism stuff in a minute, in a minute as well. So the Proud Family reboot is being a bit more adultish, if you will, a bit more mature in its um, content, but not going overly mature, just saying things that people may want to say out loud. And younger people who are the target for these things might be better amenable to actually learn if we actually taught them these things, we we're going to see how the Proud family, uh, Lauder and Prouder is going to actually go. Uh, not quite the silly Saturday morning cartoon it was back in the day. Uh, we'll see who's going to love it and who's going to complain about it. Already complaints about this one right here. Here's a story that is specifically for Christina with a K and it's going to um, cost me more money. AMC movie theaters could get cheaper or more expensive uh, AMC movie tickets could be cheaper or more expensive depending on where you sit. This is literally st stadium seating and premium seating. Now, you go to a theater and the seats are all there and they all cost the same and you just pick a seat now. Now, you basically have to pick it in advance because you never really know what's open. You can't just pick a seat and when you show up, you uh, pick it in advance and you buy your seat. All proud, all good, no, no problem. The problem is AMC theaters needs to make some money and so they're attempting to boost that bottom line by uh, having people pay premium prices for premium seating. So if you're down in the front, like staring up at the screen, you'll probably get a discount. If you're sitting right smack dab in the middle, which is premium because you're right there eyeball with everything, you're going to pay extra. AMC will see how this works out and see if they keep it. Like most things that you don't like, they will probably keep it. Let's go on to the next story here. And it is Manchester City going to soccer, if you will. Manchester City allegedly breached Premier League financial rules over nine season period. And the city are accused of, by Premier League of not providing accurate financial information, including sponsorship revenue and the related parties and operating costs, which is a violation. If City is found to have broken some rules, they could be fined, have points deducted, or even be expelled from Premier League. If you understand how Premier League work or the, the, the major European leagues work, uh, your team is a franchise and exists within a different um, league, but they can move around if they want to. It's like if the Chiefs decided they want to play in the XFL this season and the Tampa Bay Bandits were going to take their spot in the NFL uh, from, from the, um, the USFL. You just decide, you know what, we don't want to play in the NFL anymore. We're going to play in the Mexican Football League because we want to. 
That's how the things work over there. You have to try to play into different leagues. So that way you usually get the best competition in the better leagues and you want to fight your way out of the worst leagues, which is what happens there, as opposed to just everybody being stuck in a franchise and just having the natural stuff. Still have your natural rivalries, but you can literally be in a different league every single season. And the real reason is because we do that, because we're European, because that's how it works. Literally, that's because that's how it works. Harley Quinn special cast Tyler James Williams and Quinita Brunson as Hawkman and Hawk Girl. Tyler James Williams and Quinita Brunson will voice Hawkman and Hawk Girl in Harley Quinn, a very problematic Valentine special on HBO Max. The special will be directed by Justin Halpin and Patrick uh, Schumacher. New special follows Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy as they celebrate their first Valentine's Day as a couple in Gotham City, but don't expect them to get much screen time because they're bringing in Hawkman and Hawk Girl and a bunch of other things to make it extra, extra special. Now, in the comics and now on TV, Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy have become less uh, villains, more anti-hero type folks, and, of course, have a long-standing relationship, which goes fairly deep, if you understand the words I'm saying that right now. Uh, and this is what we're going to see here in this special, as people love the super triple x rated version of harley quinn and the marvel uh marvel so i'm sorry dc universe in animated film and it's just it, it's hilarious i've watched a couple of them they're really really good but they are just straight up dirty <laughs> you just can't you just can't can't you, you just you have to kind of roll with it and not get all all huffle huffle puffle because you know batman's having jokes about you know oral sex because they do that the jokes, not exactly the, the, the stuff, but you got to kind of kind of find an HBO Max and see it for yourself and go with it. We'll see exactly how this thing plays out coming soon on a Valentine's Day near you. Yellowstone Stunner. Yes, we got to it. Kevin Costner drama to end as Matthew McConaughey led sequel near series order. Here's a short version of this. Kevin Costner doesn't want to, you know, do much work. He wants to shoot for. um just one week, essentially, of uh, the second half of the season for, for season five. So it's making it harder to put him in the show if he just wants to be on set for a week. So it's, it's all, all for one week. It's all about him. What he has going on, I'm not sure, but he just doesn't want to be a part of much of the show for this second set of the season being shot, which means it's going to be hard to put him into further seasons. With that, talk is of ending the original show, the main show, Yellowstone, which is Secession, which is Dallas. Uh, which is, I don't know, Days of Our Lives, essentially. So what's going to happen is Kevin uh, Kevin Costner is sort of sliding out of the scene, and Matthew McConaughey is uh, bringing in another spinoff of the show Yellowstone, and essentially that will be the, the flagship. That's what is being sort of hinted by this article. We shall see exactly how all this plays out. And finally, you need to click the link in the description and go through this article and watch this video. Mom films herself patiently doing nothing as her son hits her over and over again. And this is a person who is all of us with kids. Now, a mother named Jemiah uh, filmed herself, put it on TikTok where she's sitting in a car and her child with autism is doing what children do. And children with autism do and just not listen and just be pretty much uh, uh, ignorant for all practical purposes. And the child can consistently just hits her over and over and over and over. 
you need to just kind of watch it, read the read the the article for context, and just sort of feel for this woman as she is dealing with her child who has you know this 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 affliction, and all she can do is literally wait it out. So check that out. A heart touching thing that's going to be if you don't if you don't get a little bit of a, something in your heart, then apparently you need to go get that ticker check because you may not have an actual heart. Let's go to the teasers for right now. Story that we may talk about tomorrow. If you deem this one worthy enough, headline reads, majority of Americans in favor of banning all tobacco products, colon, survey. So you can go deeper into the survey. This story should have posted about uh, five, 10 minutes ago as we went on the air. So it is there now. So don't go yet. But go check it out as soon as you're done um, with this, whether you're watching it live or the recording. So this one should be out there uh, posted somewhere before five or oh, before six a.m. On, on on Tuesday. But out of the New York Post, there's an article. And so out there in the world, there's a survey that says that majority of Americans, majority just means 50 plus one, um, thinks that all tobacco should be banned. Do you think that? Do you not think that? Are you curious about who these people that they call majority are? Check it out. You know, be engaged. Go to our feeds on Facebook, facebook.com slash this is a conversation project and twitter.com slash th underscore conversation. This is the part where we explain how you can be a part of the show. Go to those feeds, read the stories, engage in them as they go through your feed throughout the day. Like them, love them, hate them, share them. And the more engagement a story gets, the higher chance we get a chance to talk about it. Tuesday through Friday, we're going to pick the top 15 stories. Uh, we're usually about 30 to 33 stories posted in within a day's time. And we take the top 15 and pull eight of those and present them to you as we just did a moment ago. Uh, Monday, we'll present you um, 10 from the top 30 from full weekend. So it's a big, bigger swath to pick from. But if you want it, your story, the story that you think is your favorite or your least favorite or one that just gets your goat, make sure you go to our feeds and engage with the stories so we know which stories to kind of get into. And then hope I don't screw it up by picking the wrong story because that happens too. Let's talk about money and chess. If you go to this is a conversation project.com slash the chess store, you can spend good money on great chess sets. And since it's affiliate link, we get a little small cut from what you buy. We don't, it, it, we don't charge you extra. They don't charge you extra, but what you get are beautiful chess sets uh, for the glorious game of chess. I promoted chess, um, a lot. My, I'd say every time I, I, I do this, every time the chess store comes up, I talk about my daughter, talk about the chess club, talk about what she's learned by playing chess and what she's um, gotten from being a part of the camaraderie of chess, believe it or not. Chess is big these days. Of course, there was the Queen's Gambit uh, two, three years ago. Uh, there's also um, all the scandal while the, the chess masters are basically, you know, cheating on each other. There's that. You don't have to have a Secession or a Yellowstone or a Dallas version of chess. Just get a nice chess set and play chess with your family. Beautiful chess sets, wooden chess sets, metal chess sets, and some plastic ones and travel sets that don't look cheap and plastic. They look beautiful. Go to the chess store and find the chess set of your dreams or of the dreams of your living room, if you will. This is a conversationproject.com slash the chess store is where you can find them directly. Go to our sponsors page at our website and you see many of our big sponsors. This big sponsor for the day we're highlighting is one that I love personally, the chess store. Let's talk about the conversation project in a bit more detail. This is the part where I get to sell us, me, this. The conversation project is a website that houses various projects that deals with conversation, if you will, 
uh, news stories, information, things like that, that people can be, should be, and would be talking about sometimes if they know about it. We do some of the smaller stories uh, so we can get things that kind of pull on heartstrings. That story about the, the woman uh, just sitting in a video being popped by her son over and over again is one of those things that was like, we put it in there to see what reactions got and you guys reacted to it as I expected, uh, with a lot of hearts and a lot of love in that one, knowing that the situation goes. So we bring in various ways in this project to have conversations, sometimes one-on-one -on -one in some senses, sometimes just in general cases, and produce other products, including the You're Welcome podcast, which it lets me say some naughty things you wish you would could say. Also, the weekly wrap-up where I give you the stats level of stuff, just by the numbers, who's the top stories of the week, and other things as well. And you can get this broadcast, which I'm speaking words live into the internet, as a recording via video in various places, and as a recording via audio, in various places and in little snippets on the TikTok and the shorts and things like that. Find out where is we are with links all over the place at our website. This is a conversation project.com. And of course, follow the feeds so that you can make sure you are voting up the stories we do next. Without the stories, there, there is no show. Now, the fun stuff, the extra stuff. And we've added a little thing flair here. My, my service added a little extra flair. So we're going to see how well that works and what goes on, especially if we can keep things on time, doing great time today. Always, today things start off with birthdays for today. Happy birthday. Yay, happy birthday. February 7th birthdays include James Spader, who we talked about uh, a day or so ago with the blacklist being um, canceled after 10 seasons. James Spader now has to find a new job because he's 60, uh, 63, 63, not as old as it was back in the day. So he's got to go do something, maybe go be a Walmart reader. Uh, he might be your next sandwich artist. Who knows? But James Spader uh, is in the news today. For turning 63 years old on this day. Chris Rock, 58 years old. Speaking of com comedians who um, have their issues, Chris Rock, one who's had some back and forth. Not so much canceled, but of course, him and that guy, Will Smith, had a little thing on TV last year. Um, you you might have seen it, something going on. and so. But he's been playing it, literally playing it low and not telling the story. So who knows what will really happen? He might, he might put in a book someday. Who knows? He is 58 years old on the day. And Ashton Cooker, Kutcher is 45 years old today. Every time his name pops up, um, and it doesn't matter what it's in. Of course, he's he's got a quick cameo in the new the 90s show and he's doing a bunch of movies. I just saw I just saw um, Vengeance on um, on um, Amazon and was like, wow, he was really good in that. And it was a twist that I didn't expect. Of course, I always think of him um, being on Jimmy Kimmel and um, Uncle Frank, the character and Jimmy's actual Uncle Frank, um, just, you know, doing skits with Ashton Kutcher. And it's that's just um, something that always pops in my head because it's just hilariously funny. But for reals, 45 on the day. Today is Fettuccine Alfredo Day. Celebrate your love of Fettuccine Alfredo on this day. Uh, my daughter, who basically eats nothing but ramen noodles and Fettuccine Alfredo because she's 10, uh, will we'll probably eat two or three bowls of this tonight when she gets home for dinner because we build, make a nice dinner with vegetables and meats and variety. And she'll go to the pantry and she'll get a Fettuccine and she'll heat it up in the microwave and she'll sit there and stare at us like, like what? what? I don't what? So Fettuccine Alfredo Day, I'm sure that will be made today. Maybe we'll make some fresh today if we have some time. We'll see what happens. A new addition to the show is Today in History. And Today in History, we're going all the way back to 2021. Yes, 2021, way back in the Hassan days of the early 20s. 
Tom Brady won his seventh Super Bowl on this day as the Tampa Buccaneers defeated the Kansas City Chiefs in Tampa. The second most winning quarterback in Super Bowl history, that's NFL specifically, is Joe Montana getting four, all four of those with the 49ers. Of course, Tom Brady uh, swapping teams and getting his previous ones uh, from um, the, the New England Patriots and trying a few more years to get a few more in Tampa Bay. Now, Tampa, uh, oddly enough, was the first time an actual team who hosted a Super Bowl uh, in their stadium, won a Super Bowl. So he made history by overextending his winningness and winning in a new place and winning in a new place that was his place placed. And now, the moment you've all been waiting for, because we do it every day. One more thing you might have heard, and it's Super Bowl season in every Super Bowl because, you know, riders are lazy. It's the chicken wing story. So here's your chicken wing story for Super Bowl L-V-I-I. L-V-I-I, yes. Every Super Bowl, I can say this because it's written this way. Every Super Bowl Sunday, Americans hammer down chicken wings. Last year, the National Chicken Council estimated that 1.4 billion wings were consumed while watching the big game. Although the connection between wings and football stems seems natural now, it was not always the case. The first sports bar opened in 1979, with many more following after that. These establishments needed a snack that was substantial and shareable, and wings fit the bill perfectly. They were already popular in Buffalo, but bar owners began to toss them in a spicy sauce to encourage customers to drink more beer. From there, the dish migrated to living rooms and has become an integral part of the Super Bowl experience. Uh, the prices of wings are always skyrocketing around Super Bowl time. Wings go up, TVs go down, and it is a tradition uh, like none other in um middle february it was once late january now middle february when the super bowl happens uh wings are a staple wings are a great thing we shall probably have some sort of wing thing at our home eating not having a part not going to a party this year so that means i'm you know up for setting up some sort of table for uh for super bowl uh eatings because my wife shows up for the super bowl to watch commercials and eat and, you know, sometimes, you know, say, oh, look at that guy running down the field. Sometimes, not often, just sometimes, but all times or at least five days a week, we provide for you this thing here, which is things you might have heard. And we're done for this one. So thank you so much for being a part of um, what we have going on here. Thank you for being a part of what we have uh, going uh, all, all over the place. Thank you for just being being you. As I always say, as I wrap these things up, stay hydrated, stay limber, and stay on task because you're needed for lots of grand, grand things going on. Uh, I just got a note in a comment as I'm doing this live, as checking going off the scenes, uh, asking about, you know, so stories-wise, non-coverage of the Turkey earthquake, which is something that we actually covered uh, more or less live yesterday. So we covered the earthquake yesterday. We've not covered the aftermath today in today's thing. And we also did not cover the Buffalo earthquake um, as well. That one was in the range uh, of stories. Uh, we didn't have an update in the in the, in the the day yesterday for Turkey earthquake. So that didn't get into a chance to talk about today. And to be honest, with the earthquake and many kind of really sour, bad things that happened yesterday, uh, I wanted to do today on a, on a good note. But yes, they are still doing lots and lots of, of rescue work. Uh, in Turkey and Syria where that massive earthquake and the massive aftershock and aftershock, the earthquake was like 7.7. .7, the aftershock was like 7.4. 
uh, and there's those things out there. So we are definitely uh, thoughts and prayers going out there. As we get more developments on the story, we'll probably put it back in here and you guys can bring it up. And and it's like I said, it's up to me to not not choose it. That's how it works here. In the meantime, we got to wrap things up because we all got to get to work. It's Tuesday, the 7th, one week before Valentine's Day, seven days before Valentine's Day, almost Valentine's Day. Next Tuesday is Valentine's Day. So you have no excuse. We are seven days away from Valentine's Day. And, you know, show some love every day. Show some love today, just as if you'd show on Valentine's. I actually show real love today because Valentine's Day is commercial and blah, 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 blah. In the meantime, let's get out of here. Let's do this thing again, much better, much bigger with today in history as well. All right.